Is your work attire causing a style fever? The cure is clear, my friend. The Pinktastic Scrubs and Accessories from Biscare. Their collaboration with the National Breast Cancer Foundation isn't just a fashion statement, my friend. It's a prescription for change. A portion of each sale supports the National Breast Cancer Foundation. BizCare is thrilled to announce that they're sponsoring this episode of the High Performance Nursing Podcast. Visit liamcaswell.com forward slash bizcare to find your nearest stockist. Remember, the best things in life are worth talking about. Talk to your friends, family, patients and colleagues about breast cancer prevention today. Hello, you are listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the High Performance Nursing Podcast. We're talking all things graduate nurse success series, and today we're talking about graduate panel red flags. Might get myself into trouble here, but I have been the recipient of some interesting panel experiences, and you guys like to send me messages telling me about some horrific experiences that you've had. So I thought it was timely for me to talk about the fact that when you interview and you apply for your next dream job, it's all about making sure that you are interviewing the panel too. So let's dive in. Now, this is our second last Gradner Success Series interview podcast episode. Um, we are wrapping it up next week with an episode about what to do if you don't land your graduate nursing position, because I can't leave you hanging. Even though all of you that have followed the processes here, you've sent me your beautiful messages. You've all done incredibly well. There are still people that will not land their dream grad. Now, if you know somebody that doesn't land their grad, next week the episode is for them. But tell them to come and talk to us hook them up with high performance nursing, get them in touch with us, and we can help them from there. Alrighty, but in the meantime, let's talk about, I'm going to call it graduate panel red flags, but it kind of applies across the board, right? So the first thing I want you to think about is, does the panel ghost you after each stage of the process? Are they ghosting you once you've applied and you never hear back from them? Are they ghosting you when you're trying to call the manager and find out more information about the job? Red flag, are they ghosting you when they send you an email saying, hey, your interview's this time and they won't be flexible um, and you're overseas and you can't make it? We've had a couple of people experience that recently. Are they ghosting you when you get to the um, stage where they've interviewed you and you just hear nothing back? That is a red flag, my friend. If they can treat you like that before you get the job, how are they going to treat you when you're in the job? That is an assumption and it's a broad sweeping statement. But based on my experiences, I would be safe to say that you're probably not going to be treated well and you've dodged a bullet there. So if they're ghosting you, it's a good indication that maybe, just maybe you shouldn't lose your shit over not landing a job with them because they're probably a hot mess express. <laughs> Next up is they look bored and disinterested whilst they are interviewing you and they're not writing anything. Now, there's two things here. Maybe you're boring them to death. Okay, I'm going to be brutal. Maybe you've not applied the things that we've talked about so far. If you haven't, go and listen to them for your next interview. Or maybe, just maybe, they've been interviewing all day and they're tediously bored and interviews are pretty terrible. Think about it. You sit there and you listen to the same thing time and time again and everybody sounds so generic. Everybody's so 
like lovely and kind and nurturing and nursey, but it's boring. Okay, it's totally boring. <laughs> so be the person that comes in and shake it up. Now, it is a red flag if you're doing all of that and you really feel like you've prepped and you're giving it your all and they're still just sitting there like looking around the room, not paying attention. I was interviewed once on a panel and somebody kept looking at their watch and they were like slouched in their chair. They clearly did not want to be there. And my brain went wild and it really impacted my ability to answer the questions. I don't want you guys to do that because I've already taught you that what other people do has no impact on what we think and what we feel unless we let it drive us crazy. At that point in time, I didn't know how to manage my mind. I do now. But for you, I want you to think about what's going on for them and think about the fact that maybe just maybe this isn't the right job for you. If they can't respectfully show you attention and they're being quite dismissive in their nature and disrespectful, red flag, we're moving on, thank you very much. Now the next one, you're like, surely people don't do this, Liam. And I'm not even scratching the surface here with all of the the terrible tales that I get about interviews and panels and, and graduate processes and non-graduate processes. But this red flag is that they huff and puff as you respond and they visibly roll their eyes when you say something. Or they kind of just give like off non-verbal energy. Like, you really just said that? Oh my God. Like, you can just sense that there's something that's, you know, got them bothered. That is a red flag, my friend. We well, don't want to work for people that are going to behave like children in an interview setting. We're all adults here and it's really important that we treat each other with respect and kindness. So uh, no huffing and puffing allowed and rolling their eyes. I mean, they could just be rolling their eyes, but let's not look into it too deeply. But if it's like attitude, behavior, like rolling their eyes, huffpuff.com, then maybe, just maybe, is a red flag and you shouldn't work there. This one is they're distracted and looking at their phones, just like I am just now because I'm using my notes. Um, but taking the time and not respecting your time and your responses. If you get in there and they're super rushed and they're rushing you through it, they're not holding space for you, they're not allowing you to give your 15 minutes of fame and like allow yourself to sell yourself and they then go on to not give you the job, they have just sabotaged your whole experience and your possibilities and options. So if they're looking at their phones, if they're checking their time, there's not a great deal that we can do in the moment except to manage our brain and be like, I'm still here, and you can create opportunities to sell yourself, keep offering to them like things like pick me, pick me. It might be because they've already got somebody picked for the role. This happens all the time for graduate and non-graduate applicants, but just know that it's not about you, and it's more about them, and it's quite unprofessional. Caveat to this is that it could still be managing a full ward, a patient load, and maybe they're managing a, call, a phone that might go off, you know, that shouldn't happen because it's unfair to you as the applicant, but it does happen and they are human and they do have jobs. So keep that in mind. But if it's just because they're looking at their mobile and checking their Instagram, it's a red flag. And then this one here is they give you bullshit feedback. Like you need more experience. You just need a little bit more experience. When you're a graduate nurse, how, where, where does this experience come from? How do I get it? Isn't that why I'm here? So um, you guys seem to laugh when I talk about bullshit feedback on Instagram at High Performance Nursing. If you're not following us, come and follow us right now. Um, but yeah, they will give you feedback like that. And it's just ridiculous. It is such an indication that they have no insight into who they're actually recruiting for. And it's impossible for you to have more experience when you're a graduate nurse, okay? 
So do not settle for that kind of feedback. Uh, see it as a bullet dodged because it's just illogical in its entirety. Then this one is they don't address you by name. Like, look, some of us have got beautiful names. We all have beautiful names. Some of us have got names that are difficult to pronounce, especially when you've got an accent like <laughs> I sometimes struggle to pronounce people's names, but I will always give it a go. And I will always politely and respectfully apologize if I do butcher it. Like you listen to this podcast, I butcher things all the time because I'm hashtag human. You know, this is a red flag, but it's more so that you're just a number. You feel treated just like a number. Not in the like overthinking sense where, oh my God, I'm just a number. If you actually are treated like a number, like, hey, you come sit here. Hey, you like you're next. That is very impersonal. And if that's how they're willing to treat you before you get the job, I think they forget that you actually get to decide ultimately whether or not you choose to work for them. And because you're a high-performance graduate nurse, you're going to have lots of options, so you don't need any of that shit. And then this one here is they treat your interview like a conveyor belt and rush you, which we've already kind of talked about. Now, these red flags are just a handful of red flags that I want you to be aware of during the process. Not in the sense that you should prioritize your brain with looking out for these red flags, but so many of you message me and you are like in desperado land. You are desperate to land your dream job. And I totally get it. I understand 100%. You've worked free for three years and you are ready to make some cash. You need some money. I get it. I understand. But we do not sell our souls. We do not apply for organizations and take jobs in organizations that cannot respect us as human beings. There is a huge shift in the industry that is happening right now. And people are starting to see that we have the power and we have the ability to pick and choose where we work and where we start our careers. I just today, amazing connection. Some of you will be excited about this. I'm with an amazing recruitment company that works with um, aesthetics, aesthetic clinicians. So Botox, cosmetics, all of those things. And they actually were telling me that they do hire graduate nurses in some way, shape or form. And I was like, how amazing is it that we can start our careers where we want in this day and age? We don't just have to work in acute hospital settings. We can nurse on our own terms from the get-go. So the reason I teach you to look out for the red flags, and I say all of this with jest because things happen and humans are human, but I want you to be aware that this is a decision-making process and that you get to ultimately decide. That is why it's so important to use all of your critical uh, awareness skills, all of your critical thinking skills, look at the panel, assess the panel, assess the environment, assess the relationships, ask them about the culture, have questions for them at the end of the interview, so that when you've got a buffet of options in front of you and you've got three job opportunities, you have more than just the job offer to make a decision. So many of you message me and say, Liam, I don't know what to choose. As if I have the answer, <laughs> I can't help you. I don't know. You sat on the panel. You experienced the culture. You experienced how they treated you. So make sure that you use and gather all of that information collectively to give yourself the best chance to make the best informed decision based on the data that you have available, like you're assessing your patient to give you the best opportunity to kickstart your career in the job that is right for you. Okay? So today we've covered red flags across the board through the graduate application and interview process. Use this information to inform your decision making and pick the best graduate program for you. I will see you next week in the Graduate Nurse Success Series. It is our final episode in this series. We have helped thousands of you apply, interview and land your dream graduate role. 
many of you to come in the future will be listening back to these and I'm sure we'll do something like this again but it has been so much fun and I'm so so grateful it is not too late to join our GCLP it is not too late to join our interview success course and to level up your applications and your interviews to make sure that you nail your graduate application at the end of August we are changing all of that up so now is the time to come in and get in at the discounted rates if you would like those uh, links, they are in the show notes, or just send me a message at High Performance Star Saying I will personally send it all through to you. But until then, keep me updated, let me know how you go, and good luck with everything. I'll see you next week. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favour? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.